It's not a drill. This is not a game. It's not a joke. This is the coronavirus. And it's serious. It's not a joke. It's not a government plot. Not anything. It's serious. It's not a joke. I joke a lot, but I'm not joking. At all. Whatsoever. I'm not. This is serious. I'd be scared too. Twenty-three hundred people have died already. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go. Serious right now, like I'm serious. I am extremely serious. This is not a game. Coronavirus is real. Coronavirus is probably the realest thing out right now. Probably the absolute realest thing out right now. Coronavirus is spreading. Coronavirus is killing. Did I mention that there's no cure? There is no cure for the coronavirus at all. Most people aren't even hip on the description, so I'm going to start there. I'm going to start there. The coronavirus is an infectious disease caused by a new virus that has not been identified yet. The virus causes respiratory illness like the flu with symptoms such as cough, fever, and more severe cases, even pneumonia. You can protect yourself by washing your hands and frequently avoid touching your face. The new coronavirus spreads primarily through contact with infected persons when they cough or sneeze, or through droplets like saliva or discharge from the nose. Pretty decent. Not airborne. There was some blogs out there that tried to say that the coronavirus is airborne, but... I haven't seen none of those yet. The main causes of the spread that's been documented has been through contact, mainly of fluids. Mainly fluids. I've only seen fluids. Scientifically, when it when it's been broken down, there's always been fluids, especially when they penetrate the pores. But yeah, this is not a joke at all. It's spreading. It's spreading. And now we're at a point where we can panic now. Like now we're at a point where we can panic now. Not good. Not good at all. Not good. There are some people that are getting infected through people. There's even people that have been infected through animals. That's not funny. There's nothing funny about that at all whatsoever. And I just feel bad because there's just a lot of people that just aren't aware of what's going on. It's very crazy. 
And I'm going to let this clip play before I, I brief on this. I'm going to let you hear this and you tell me how you feel about coronavirus from this point on. The latest on the coronavirus emergency. Lots of major developments overnight. The Trump administration has asked Congress for two and a half billion dollars to help fight the outbreak. This comes as the CDC issues its highest travel warning to South Korea. And the number of cases are growing there and in Italy and Iran. And now concerns growing at a hotel in Spain where a case was just confirmed. There are now more than 80,000 cases worldwide, and the outbreak is also sparking fears on Wall Street. The Dow plunging more than 1,000 points on Monday. We're going to have more on that in a moment. But first, James Longman joins us from Milan. Good morning, James. Yeah, good morning, Robin. Milan is much quieter than usual, but as Italy does what it can to control this outbreak, we're seeing the dangerous potential for the spread. Infection breaking out from here to both Spain and Croatia. This morning, the urgent race to stop the global spread of coronavirus and the potential for contamination now clear as an Italian doctor has now tested positive in a Spanish hotel, forcing more than a thousand guests to get tested. He visited the hospital yesterday with fever and COVID-19 symptoms and he's now in isolation. All guests are being told to stay in their rooms until results are back. And in Croatia, the first confirmed case. A man also recently in the Milan region of Italy, the patient described as young and his symptoms mild. In Italy, the number of reported cases at over 200, an increase that World Health officials call deeply concerning. A number of countries now restricting travel to or from the Italian red zone, and Kuwait, the first to stop flights to the country. 50,000 residents across 12 towns are under lockdown as the death toll rises to at least seven. The normally bustling streets of Milan, much quieter than usual. Dana Rogers from Wisconsin runs a business here. And my family's worried because you watch the news and you see the supermarkets and you hear about cities being quarantined. So my mom yesterday was like, I'm really worried. I think you should come home. The number of cases also at worrying levels in South Korea. Overnight authorities raiding the headquarters of this church in Guichon, where the first COVID-19 case was reported. Health officials trying to test its more than 200,000 members. As the World Health Organization struggles to figure out exactly how the virus is transmitted, health officials say it could turn into a global pandemic. The CDC issuing its highest travel warning telling Americans to avoid all non-essential travel. It's time to do everything you will do in preparing for a pandemic. And in the U.S., the number of confirmed cases at 53. The effects of the virus felt far and wide, from Wall Street to Hollywood, where Paramount Pictures announced Monday it was stopping its production of Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible 7 in Venice out of an abundance of caution for the safety and well-being of our cast and crew. And scarily, we're now seeing officials fall ill. The Iranian deputy health minister has been pictured on television, clearly suffering from coronavirus. Michael. All right, thank you, Jane. We're now joined by our chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jennifer Ashton. And Doc, we see these cases popping up in yeah. many other countries now. So what does that say or tell us about the coronavirus? Well, I think the first thing, Michael, is that we don't know if all of these other cases is the coronavirus or COVID-19 behaving differently, being more easily transmitted from person to person, or whether their reporting capacity is different and better than we saw in the past, you know, month and a half, almost two months. When you talk about the numbers, I want to emphasize this 
it's not the case number and the death number that really is important here. We have to look at how many are exposed, how many are infected, how many of those infected actually develop symptoms, how many of those people are then tested and test positive. Then we can calculate a severity rate and a fatality rate. And right now, Michael, all of those numbers have been elusive. We're starting to hear the word pandemic. Yeah. And is how likely is that to happen? It isn't well prepared for a virus to spread like that? Well, the second part is the key question. In terms of the word choice and the language, it's more important to focus on the response, both here and in other parts of the world. But very interesting, Michael, in October, Johns Hopkins University did a global pandemic preparedness drill. They found that no country is fully prepared to deal with an epidemic or a pandemic. Only 19% of the countries they evaluated got top marks for detection. And look at that number, Michael. 77% of countries couldn't even collect or report data in real time. That's the problem here. So what happens in other parts of the world affects us. All right, Doc. Thank you for giving it to us straight. Appreciate it, Doc. You bet. Okay. Let me explain my take from this because I'm not trying to dive so far into the information because the research I've done for the past couple of days has been all over the place because you just heard why it's been inconsistent. Because nobody actually has access to the real data to be able to answer the questions that was listed that you normally answer about pandemics. So what's killing me is not only am I scared about the virus itself and the way that it's spreading, like the, the way that it's spreading, the numbers fluctuate a lot. So that lets me know that not everybody has the same preventative method for this virus. Maybe they have different data. Maybe they have not enough data and they're not having the information that other countries have so they could be as preventative as other countries have been. Because this epidemic has hit different countries at different times. That's why a lot of them won't be prepared for it. So the crazy part about this whole thing is that not even the countries that got heed of this first have enough information to relay to the other countries so they can get prepared for the pandemic. No country is prepared. We have the highest percentage of preparation for this. And it's still below 40%. This low key looks like something that's going to wipe out a lot of us as time goes on. Like, I, I'm trying to understand, like... With the way that they're monitoring people, what's the issue with collecting information? That that part is killing me too. I'm not I'm not a biology specialist. I, I don't know, but I do know that when you get in contact with stuff like this, you normally aren't that far removed from being able to do research. Because you're dealing with it head on. So you are just testing it right in front of you. It's right in front of you. So it's just one of those things where you just have to understand that it's not making sense to, to scholars that have been studying disease outbreaks and virus outbreaks for probably like 
more than half of their lives just because the more people that that you have involved, the more people that experience that you have involved with this and they're not figuring it out. So let's 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 go into the definition of the word pandemic, because a lot of people are wondering what that means. I'm cool. I'm not going to judge you for not knowing. We're going to ask Google. Pandemic. A pandemic is an epidemic of a disease that has spread across a large region. For instance, multiple continents or worldwide. A widespread epidemic disease that is stable in terms of how many people are getting sick from it is not a pandemic. So, I hope you heard that pause that I put at the end. Basically, if it's under control, it's not a pandemic. Some people are trying to argue if it's in the pandemic state or not. But not only do they not have a cure for it, not only is the information not adding up because... They're not able to answer the questions that were stated in the video that you heard. You have to worry about it. It's spreading. You're not only worrying about the information, you're worried about it spreading. They're giving you information. Like, let, let's be honest about the government here. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and hold back at all. The government is always known for withholding information. We have to act as if they're not telling us everything. So, if we're being honest, if they're, if they're telling us that we should be in that stage, they're trying to tell us to be in that stage without actually telling us to be in that stage because nobody wants to send the world into a panic unless it's absolutely necessary. They don't feel like it's absolutely necessary because they don't want to, they don't, I guess they don't want to look vulnerable, I guess. Like, oh, my God, we can't figure it out. Like, that's the way it looks, but they're not saying it. It's like you don't want to say that the, the science behind this is confusing everyone that's been studying diseases for the majority of their lives. But you want to tell me it, it might be a pandemic. You have people that have been in school for probably like 10 to 12 years. That have been studying diseases their whole life. You have probably like hundreds of these people involved in this whole research phase of trying to figure out the coronavirus. And you're telling me that not only can they not figure it out. That is spreading at a rate where the lack of information is playing just as much of a part in controlling this disease as the the virus itself. So not only should I be worried about the virus, I should be worried about the fact that there's constant research on this every day. And there are still more than half unanswered questions about it. That's not good. That's not good at all. That's not good. Like, not even a little bit. Like... What what good am I going to pull from that information? You told me not to panic, so I'm not going to do it. Dude, first of 
First of all, it already got to the U.S. It's already here. It might be airborne. You haven't told me that it's not. What reason do I have not to panic? Am I just supposed to be Mr. Cool over here? Oh, the government told me not to, not to be bothered by it, so I'm not going to be bothered by it. You know, they say there might be a pandemic, but they're still doing research. 2,800 people have died worldwide already from this. 2,800 people. A percentage of that number has already happened in the United States. And there's probably thousands of miles between each case. It's all not happening in one region. There have been people to die on the East Coast from the coronavirus. There are people that have died from the West Coast from the coronavirus. So you're telling me. You're, you're, you're telling me. Hold on. Let, let, let's get a little serious here. So you're telling me. That this disease can reach both coasts of the United States and you want me not to panic because you're still researching it? How much research have you done? How much research have you done? It's hit both coasts. You know how many miles is in between the East Coast and the West Coast? Do you have any idea how many miles is in between the East Coast and the West Coast? Let's 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 look it up because I'm not even going to sit here and I'm, I don't feel like doing any type of like guessing right now. Like we're going to we're going to look. Like we're going to look. There is 2,800 miles between the East Coast and the West Coast. 2,800 miles. So you're telling me a disease that originated in another country that came over to the United States so much that you're, you're, you're like... Panicking. The the border patrol is panicking. And you're telling me that there's there's two cases that have been documented in the United States from the coronavirus. One on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. That's 40 hours inside of a car. 2,800 miles between Two cases of the coronavirus from people that have been documented. If all of this happened on one coast, I wouldn't be as frantic as I am now. There's 2,800 miles between two cases of the coronavirus from people in regards to the border patrol. How in the fuck is it under control if you can't even monitor it on the border it's coming from everywhere the coronavirus has hit so many countries so far 
Like, dude. The, the, like, it's hit so many countries already. Like, let's look at where the cases have been confirmed. Okay, let, let's look at this. Alright, so... Cases that have been confirmed in the United States for the coronavirus. Alright, so... Alrighty. Okay, so... I'm trying to look at the... I'm sorry. It's, it's, Google's giving me the world map. But I just want the United States map. Google doesn't cooperate with me sometimes. I, I, I can't get it with it sometimes. But let's be honest. I may just pull up the article. I don't even feel like... So, let's look at the actual numbers from the cases that have been confirmed about the coronavirus in America. Alright, so... There are six cases in Texas. <sighs> There's three in California, two in Illinois, one in Washington, one in Arizona. Uh. There's three people that actually recovered in California as well, but there's 12 altogether. Yep. Uh, just... All these cases. All spread out from each other. Spread out. Like, if it all happened in the same place, cool. But the fact that it's spread out like it's it's spread out that expresses a lack of control like it's spread out what are you gonna do about it it's it's spread out yo like what could you possibly do about it like what could possibly be done it's spread out yo oh man all i can tell you is that you know we have, to, we have to treat this as such because you should be used to the government withholding information now. You should be used to it now. I know they're not telling us everything. I don't have to ask. I don't have to. I don't have to be told. I get the picture already. I get the picture. They withhold information. They've been doing this since the beginning of time. And they want to control what information that they give. That is explained through history when you learn history actual history and all the stuff you're not taught in school when you get your diploma was you know you, you you graduate from high school and you go into college and you get a plethora of information that you learn and you realize that when you go over some of the things you went in high school there's some things you didn't learn College is the same thing, but it's like you, you learn how to research in college. So you get to look into more things when see some of the stuff that you weren't taught. There were lots of things that you weren't told and weren't taught in school. Nobody wants to see school that way, but school is an extension of the government. No matter how you look at it. Doesn't matter. Yes, I took a shot. Doesn't matter. 
school is an extension of the government. So it's always based on how much information that they allow you to learn and allow you to marinate on. So in the end, you have to treat the situation like, okay, this is true, but I have to look into this on my own because I can't trust the government to tell me everything. That alone is reason to panic on your on its own. And everything else is just crazy. So what to take away from this? Do your research. Do your research, please. Like, please do your research. I cannot express enough to do your research. This is one of those things you cannot take lightly at all. Like, do not take this lightly at all whatsoever. I may be cool. But I promise you, I'm over here doing my research every single day on everything that I believe in. And I hope you do the same. Have a great day.